Hello, welcome to Learn It from a Layman. I'm Carl Christensen here with Cameron Christensen. Uh, we will be podcasting this week, uh, thankfully, without Tim Cox, who has been left off. All right, so today we're going to be talking about our, uh, we're going to be listing our, our favorite classic books. So these are, uh, we're taking the arbitrary cutoff of authored before we were born. Uh, so we're talking 30, 40 years old at a minimum. Obviously, some of these will be significantly older than that. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we'll we'll just discuss what our favorites are, why they're our favorites. And uh, once again, so we do qualify as laymen here, even though both of us grew up in a household where literature was not so much of a layman topic. I think neither of us really uh, went the literature route, right, Cameron? So. I do no. So I think we can qualify as as laymen, though I know Cameron reads quite a bit, and I I try to stay pretty current on reading a book. So, um, but yeah, let's let's jump in. We'll, uh, do you want to go first, Cameron? Sure. Yeah, I'll go first, or we can like kind of switch off. Yeah. Yeah. You name your whatever. If you want to do top three or top five, and whatever the bottom, don't wait. Obviously, wait for number one. Um, but yeah, do one of yours, and I'll do one of mine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I, I'm definitely breaking mine up in time, kind of like different segments of growing up that have been my, my favorite books. So, um, definitely as, as a child, I always really enjoyed Dr. Seuss, pretty much any book from him. Um, I love that how he make, you know, simple allegories, if you will, of what's going on, you know, to oh, kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah, I actually took a Dr. Seuss book into my uh, my son's kindergarten class, uh, Yertle the Turtle, and uh, read it uh, read it his kindergarten class here a couple of years ago. Though that's a kind of a tragic story. I had never read to a class before, and so I didn't show them the pictures. I just looked at the book and read them the story out loud. Until at the end, one of the kindergartners raised their hand and said, "Can you show us the pictures?" And I was literally on the last page, so I just said no. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, fun story about that. Um, uh, original Yertle the Turtle did have a Hitler mess mustache. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. But yes, Yertle the Turtle, great, great book. Um, sure. Also, one I would always say I really enjoyed growing up, kind of from my younger years, was Wrinkle in Time. That's a good one. <sighs> And I, I just love the, the beautiful writing in there. I mean, it's just you have so much symbolism and yeah. Uh, power. Uh, yeah, yeah. I reread a Christian, you know, God fearing person. You know, I, I definitely enjoyed the, the aspect of bringing that in. You know, tying Christianity with science and the sure. beautifulness that 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 could create. Yeah, yeah, it's a good book for sure. I uh, I reread that recently with my son as well, and uh, it's always interesting to reread a book that you read as a kid when you're older, because you get yeah different kind of perspective on it. But either way, it was good. So, um, cool. All right, so is it my turn? Yes, I believe it is. Okay, so let's go. Yeah, my number five. Um, so this is one I read. I don't know, a handful of years ago. Um, and by read, I guess I should put this in air quotes. I think most people count this as reading these days, but it was an audiobook. 
So um, I did the full unabridged version of the Count of Monte, Monte Cristo. Um, and I love the book. Now, so that obviously, I mean, it's in my top five. I do, will put the caveat in that if you're going to read this, I recommend the abridged version. <laughs> Though I have never read the abridged version, uh, the unabridged version had a lot of material that, in my personal opinion, didn't add a lot. Um, so it was well written, of course, obviously. Um, it's a classic, and uh, the story was compelling and interesting and fun and gripping at times. Uh, but unfortunately, because I got the unabridged version, the story was only gripping at times, not constantly. So. I love the movie. Right. Yeah. The book. I'll have to put that on my list. You, you should. It's very long, I said. So I recommend the, the probably the abridged version. And obviously, yeah, if you compare it to the movie, the movie is good. And there are similar elements. But as you would imagine, it, they're very, very divergent in, in places and, and very important places sometimes. So, um, but yeah. Okay. Your turn. I went through um, a little bit of a phase a couple months ago, um, kind of going back to my youthful kind of, uh, um, you know, things that I kind of enjoyed uh, watching movies. I mean, it, we kind of were talking about that, and I, I really liked watching the Anne of Green Gables series. Uh-huh. I think that might be a little bit weird as a boy, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, so I decided that I would uh, reread or read or slash listen um, to the entire Green Gables series. Mm. Um, so I listened to that a few months ago, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, I was really surprised just um, for one, actually, how close the 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 BBC was actually. I think it was BBC anyway. The older one was actually really pretty close to the to the books, but it also kind of reminded me of some of the things that I kind of wished, sort of sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the uh, kind of idea that children are almost required and expected to be respectful to adults and actually listen to them and. If they're not, it's totally okay to kind of shame them about it. Huh. Interesting. Um, different I mean, different times. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, go clean up the, you know, from the chickens or go churn butter, basically, you know, because you're right. in trouble. But Interesting. But I kind of, like, you know, it just, I to me, it kind of, like, spoke of, like, something that I think it kind of was lost, like... Sure. Yes, I, I do think it's good to listen to our children and try to understand them. But at the same time, I think um, a lot of time I see with children now that we just give in to their whims and needs. And sure. I think it's affecting our society a little bit. Just like, oh, instead of telling them to go outside and play and find something useful to do, it's let's just sit them down in front of the TV or give them a iPad, you know, play a game a little bit so I get, you know, 10 minutes to myself versus like, sure, I have to make soap, so you have to make soap with me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a big reason that classics are good and useful is, yeah, you get a different perspective on how things used to be and some of the, the good things that used to be in society that maybe we don't do as much or at all anymore. 
So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, so this one is one I have not read in a long time. So it's a big caveat um, that I don't fully remember everything about it. But when I was uh, 11 or 12, I read this book, and I remember it being very impactful at the time. And I've skimmed it even in the last year. Like, I skimmed the first page, the first chapter or so. and um, But I haven't actually read it in forever. But this is uh, um, C.S. Lewis's Till We Have Faces. Um so this one, um, I just remember it being very uh, unique and very different from anything I had read before. So it's about, um, it's like a Greek myth of, uh, now I'm going to forget which, it's it's based on a Greek myth and, and then C.S. Lewis filling in a lot of details or a lot of um, kind of changing the story, I think, in some places. But um in the end, uh, it, uh, the, the, the heroine, who's the main character, uh, it's kind of like an acid trip at the end, um, I, I'd imagine, though I personally haven't had an acid trip. So, um, But it's very weird. Um, but I, I remember just liking the whole story and the, pers- the, the perspective of, um, of these sisters and, and just their experiences so i think it was uh yeah it was it was a really good read at the time and i read it as a young adult um i think it i think it's a young adult book probably a little bit older i'd recommend than 11 or 12 because um, there are some themes that are a little bit more mature but it is still a young adult a book um and and a very good one c.s lewis has written a lot of great young adult book and adult books i mean true. oh I mean, yeah definitely uh the line the witch and wardrobe series yep Definitely for young adults, yeah. I definitely, I think those are got to be the classics that a lot of people are grew, grew up on and read. For sure, that we can go back to that movies have kind of destroyed a little bit too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not as uh, not as rich in the movies, but okay, yeah. okay. And then um, I, I'm definitely going to say for one of my favorite. And I, I think it really should be kind of young adult to adult. Um, I really love a tale of two cities. Oh, you're like my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't read that since, oh, gosh, when we were kids. You know, I was going to say, been, I know that our dad dad read it to us. I read it briefly in high school for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's been a while, and I really need to reread it because I, I just love the. Dickens is such a rich writer when he wants to be yep. like so much detail, so much. Yeah. So much there. Um, I know partially, you know, cause our father told us that, you know, partially the reason why some of his books were so long and rich is because he got paid by the, by, by the, the page word. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's by the <laughs> word even, I think, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. He got, uh, might as well print more if I get paid more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I mean, it, uh, it's, that's gotta be one of my favorites. Just, there's so much, there's yeah. everything that book has just, yeah. you have the good, you have the bad, there's just so much to it and For gotta sure. be definitely my top five, 10 books ever read. Yep. Yep. For sure. I think that one's got some the lines that everyone knows, ironically, right at the beginning and at the end, everyone knows the first sentence and the last sentence of that book. Um, 
that's the times it was the worst of times and it's a far far better thing that i do now anyway those are um the lines that everyone knows and most people don't know what's in between those lines <laughs> um but yeah that's a really good one so, <laughs> in france that's what's in between all right <laughs> okay all right i'm gonna jump here okay so um I, uh, that one is, was on my list, so I actually had an alternative to that in case you did take that one, so I have another one, but that's later. So this is my number three on my list, and this, I'm cheating a little bit, but only a little bit, it's Lord of the Rings. And I'm taking the whole series, though, dang it, because it was originally supposed to be published as one book, and then Jared Tolkien, I believe, was convinced by his publisher to split it out into three, uh, the three separate, uh, books, um, I think it was supposed to be, I mean, it was subdivided in books, like a lot of these old books were to begin with, but it was supposed to be published as one volume as opposed to three separate um, books. So, um, you know, a 300 page book might scare the average person. Just... <laughs> yeah, I think that may have been part of the reason his publisher wanted him to split it out. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm rereading it right now with my son, and uh, it is, it's one of those books that, um, the times it does slow down for sure. And it gets very descriptive. And, and, and so if you're reading it just for entertainment value, you'll think, why is this in here? But there are parts of it that are not only beautiful, but that are actually like deeply meaningful where J.R. Tolkien is talking about like meaning of life and, uh, and things that happen after we die and the truth and, and, and all of this couched in this, you know, deeply interwoven tale between elves and dwarves. And, and so it's, you know, it's just so, uh, well done, obviously. <laughs> J.R. Tolkien is known as one of the best, um, you know, writers of the last, you know, 100, 200 years. So, um, but yeah, very, very good. I can't disagree with you. <laughs> it's been a while since um, I've, I've read this. So, yet uh, again, another thing I should probably be putting back up on my, uh, right. my, my, my list. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm rereading a, a more current series right now ah, okay. uh, so we, we will not speak of it so a different for a different um, episode we can cover more and more <laughs> more more to, more timely topics but these are the classics yeah. yes definitely classics. um i'm gonna say that i've always been a little bit drawn to fantasy sure. um since Dad wrote us, uh, read us that book. Oh, it was. Oh, was, was it, it the the um Terran want the Terran series or the or the mat? There was a magic series of books that he read us as well. I think it was the magic. It was. I've always it's funny because if you could remember that, that's been one I've been trying to remember forever. I know he read us a, like a series that had a lot to do with magic specific. There was a, there was the Dark yes. Rising. Yes, no, no, it was it was the magic one, and I'm right. I keep putting it with a more popular book i keep on trying to call it like the name of the wind but that is i feel like the name the wind the word wind was in there as well but i i couldn't remember it for the life of me like a year ago when i was trying to find it so um... yeah so at any time i look up wind rafus comes up with <laughs> a great book but not not the classic that i was going for sure so is that that's the one you're thinking of so we won't we'll, we'll just peek the uh, the uh, the the listeners' interest, and they they can Google and try to find wind fantasy written more than forty years ago. Yes. Um, 
Man, I really it was good. It. it was. It was such a good book. It was very, uh, very good. I remember. Well, all right. While yeah. you ponder on that, I'm going to jump ahead um, yeah. and grab grab my next one. So this one is one I think I was supposed to read in high school, and then for whatever reason we didn't. And so this is one lots of people. It's required reading a lot of high school classes. I didn't read it in high school. It's probably good because I wouldn't have appreciated it in the same way. Um, I read Lord of the Flies here five or six years ago. Uh, and Lord of the Flies is very, very well written. And like I said, I don't think I would have appreciated that as like a teenager. But uh, now, I when I when I was reading it, I was just struck by how poetic and beautiful the the, the his descriptions. Uh, the it, I mean, it was it is truly uh, one of the most artfully crafted books I've ever read. Just the, each sentence beautifully uh, written, just descriptions of the, of the island. I mean, just, they're, they're incredible. So I thought it was an interesting story as well. Um, obviously disturbing in some ways, but um, the thing that really stuck with me more than the story, though I think it is you know, obviously culturally relevant still. I, I referenced Lord of the Flies I, I swear on a weekly level. That's largely just because I have children. And so um, when I want to leave them unattended, I t- toss the conch in and, you know, we'll uh, see what see what happens. But um, uh, but yeah, just the, the beautifully way, the way it was beautifully written and, and just that, that stuck with me. So. Okay. All right. Um, in high school, we did have a choice in my um, sociology psychology class between that and um, a child called it, and the class voted for a child called it. Yeah, of course, um, I I have read Lord of the Flies, so um, I I can't describe on the writing. I mean, it was a child called it is definitely a powerful book, though. Interesting. Okay. I haven't read that one. So at the same time, um, yeah, it's um, man, you really feel sorry for that guy. Um, so I was kind of going back to the, the the fantasy thing that I was kind of I was trying to build into um, ever since you know that that book that our dad read to us that I can still not remember the name of, um, and then watching kind of um watching the movie and really piquing my interest um this last christmas i actually bought the book hardbound leather leather hardbound book of it uh the prince's bride ah so i actually bought the book and that is um it's a beautiful book i mean there is a lot more detail that kind of gets skipped over in the movie i mean the movie's great you gotta love it but there is a lot more in the book a little bit more richness and um there's actually a little bit more of an ending in it he added um um buttercup's baby to it and there's a little a little bit more and some nice intrigue there for you guys that haven't read that or you know interested interesting okay Okay, I, by the way, I think I just found the series that we were looking for. This sounds at least potentially, is it, was it the, uh, the, uh, the Earthsea series? Ooh, that does sound right. So one of the books is called The Other Wind, I think. Mm. Is that? Anyway, I, but the Earthsea sound, the, the Wizard of Earthsea sounds familiar. 
That does sound right. The Wizard of Earth scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I remember those only vaguely, but only vaguely enough to remember that I we I love them. So <laughs> yeah. writing in it. Yeah, definitely. I, the, I I remember it had a lot of oh gosh, I'm totally gonna not say the right word. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it was writing that for sure. It's a little, it's a little please. There we go. Maybe that's oh, there the you word go. Okay. Um, okay. I'm this. So this is the top of my list. So this is my last one. Um, and so this was Tale of Two Cities. Though I had parenthetically another one. So I I list one of these two um, as my favorite, and I kind of lump them because this is a Dickens, right? So Charles Dickens um, authored two of my favorite books. Um, and so when people ask me what my favorite book is, I either say Tale of Two Cities or Hard Times. Um, and, uh, Tale of Two Cities, I feel like beginning to end has more, um, meaning throughout the book, more, more things that I remember, um, that were very, I mean, Dickens, obviously classic writer, very, uh, so everything he wrote was beautiful, but, uh, Tale of Two Cities, I feel like throughout the whole book had lots of things that you could come back to and read again. Hard Times, there, it's a, it's a good story. It's fun. It's a good read. Uh, but there was one chapter <laughs> that just knocked my socks off and literally, um, like uh, I was just an audiobook read as well, though I've I've read some of it, um, gone back and read some of it in the text as well. But one of those ones that's just deeply moving when you're listening to it. And so, um, yeah, just the I, I have if you have a favorite chapter of a book, hard hard times is my favorite chapter of any book I've ever read. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, hard times is an incredibly good read. I've read lots and lots and lots of Dickens, um, besides stuff that dad read to us when we were kids i've read a number of other books since then um and all of it yeah i i I've, i think it's an acquired taste honestly to um because how, how wordy he can be but once you acquire the taste it's it's really uh, fun to read um so yeah hard times number one on my list uh, or tale of two cities um i'll put them next to each other and cheat that way so that's my last one you have uh, uh, I- one more um, I'm gonna I'm gonna really throw a little blow in here and say all-time favorite book. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bible. Ah, also a classic. Classic. <laughs> Certainly um, written before we were born. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I mean I do love the Bible. I'm just kind of joking with that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, oh gosh, I don't really. I don't know. I know you read a lot of fa- current fantasy books, so this is yeah. classics. Is uh... so it's a little bit harder to pick a more classic book that sure. I'm in love with. Um, I did recently read Jane Eyre. Um, oh, okay. That was man, wow, such a hard life. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's. I was like, wow, like you have to get like through three quarters of the book before you're like the depressing horribleness that happened to her, like starts to go good. But it's just, it's amazing. Is that written by Bronte or what? what Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've read all of Jane Eyre. I think I started it, but I did read um, the Wuthering Heights, which was written by her sister. 
Um, okay, yeah. yeah. And anyway, it's very good. So I've read Withering Heights. I know it is one of our mother's favorite books, Withering Heights. Yeah. So anyway, but so there's a lot of great books, and I I I, I promised myself that I will read a couple more. Like I promised myself I'll read Pride and Prejudice and a couple <laughs> other ones. Um, I know, um, also Miz is another one that I promised I was going to read. I have a yeah, I think um, so. Uh, we can, yeah. So I'll, I can take us out on 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 Lame Is, which I love the musical. I made the mistake of reading the book, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I read the unabridged because I, some prideful factor of me thinks if I didn't read the unabridged version, I can't count it. Please, anyone listening, don't read the unabridged version of Lame Is Rob. It will ruin your life. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I literally can recommend War and Peace over Les Mis um, if you want to read just a ridiculously long book. So uh, I, I left uh, Les Mis disliking all of the characters, being angry that the, that, that I just uh, had listened to that book for the last months. How, how many months I listened to that book for? Um, uh, of course, there are really good parts of it, but my word. <laughs> um, anyway. The French Revolution to die? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. At just at the end, you just hate every all the characters. There's like no good guys, and you're like, what? What did I just listen to? <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that'll be where we leave it. So go ahead, and if you pick up a classic book, if you haven't, and uh, um, we will uh, we'll see you back next week. Oh, and yeah, definitely feel some free to leave some comments too. Oh, that'd be good too. Good idea. Comments, reviews, we will take all of those. 